It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelton. I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 147. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Letter from the Producer Live, part 48, is set for December 21st. Recommencement of automatic demolition on Japanese servers. The Starlet Celebration begins December 17th. New optional items available and developer's blog. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? This week we have a guest. We have Klaus. How's it what? going? Huh? <laughs> Who? Who? He sounds like Hi. a jerk. Hi guys, thanks for having me on. I do appreciate it. What have you what have you been up to this week? Oh, a bunch of no good, as usual. <laughs> shenanigans. Um, oh, sh- always shenanigans. Um, I've actually been playing the game quite a bit. Uh, stream a little bit, not quite every day, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay, you know, constant out at twitch.tv slash phoenixdownradio. Sorry, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> plug away. Um, but uh, I've been trying to catch up a little bit more in Pyros. Um, I know Eureka has been one of those... Hot topics, shall we call them, for a lot of players. Um, either you love it or you hate it kind of thing. I don't know if even love it is the right word. Maybe uh, mildly tolerate it. But, um, no, I actually, I had a very lucky run on Saturday. I was doing some bunny uh, fate farms, and I ended up getting four gold chests. And the oh. first one popped. I got not only the mount, but the hairstyle as well. <gasps> No, a rich man. Yeah, and uh, on Hyperion, those are going for about twelve mil a piece Holy for the crap. mount. So of course that thing's up on the market board. <laughs> <laughs> Try and make the money while I can, and hope I get another drop sometime soon. Um, aside from that, I've been you know just keeping going in the game. I know this is one of those times when we are really looking at a content lull. Um, everybody is really excited from the announcements we got from FanFest. But uh, we we really need something new right now. And thankfully, we're, it's not too far around the corner. We should be getting patch 4.5. That'll certainly help the lull. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Um, I'm hoping that along with the, um, you know, the new patch dungeon, stuff like that, I hope that they actually drop Blue Mage at the same time. But, you know, to give people a, a ability to spread it out and not rush right into it. But we'll have to see what they do. Yeah, we don't have the exact timings on that, do we? We just knew it was Yeah, coming. they haven't said that, but I'm sure they'll talk about it in one of the other things we're going to be talking about here soon, I'm sure. <laughs> that producer live letter coming up. Oh, so. yeah, it's coming. <laughs> but that's basically what I've been up to. How about you guys? Mm, I guess I'll go next. <laughs> you go next. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think everybody knows what I've been up to this past week. This this has been a busy family week for me. So Tuesday we recorded. Wednesday I was preparing for something IRL. Uh, those who know me know I've been looking at some other stuff going on IRL in my uh, in my job world. Uh, so uh, keep your fingers crossed for your boy Rubicon okay. Vale. But. Uh, I was prepping for something totally not game-related, and then I went out of town Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, to visit family. We do our holiday stuff kind of in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So that was a nice weekend for my family, but of course I had no PC, and the only thing that I could carry with me was that beautiful little switch (laughs) 
and that nice little new game called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And I played a lot of Smash. So I, I guess the only thing I can say related to Final Fantasy as far as the weekend goes is I played against Cloud in Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. Did you unlock I, him though? Oh, that's another story because he kicked my butt when he okay when he uses Leviathan on you and the whole like background changes and I, it's like I can't see I don't know what's going <laughs> on that's my excuse but you know I'm a dirty scrub anyway so whatever no I think way. I only have like four more characters to unlock and then I'm I'm done with that part and then my wife Cinna kicks my butt I, I I've been playing as Pac Man and I th- I just think he's fun. And uh, she's been playing as Corin, and she's whooping my tail. So I need work. I don't even have the online thing yet. I've just been playing it like solo, like by myself, putting putting the NPCs on like level six through nine, trying to trying to fight them, and they still kick my butt. So <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm I'm bad at Smash, but it's fun. It's fun right now because the hype is real, and you know we got that Joker reveal, which makes me think, oh, what are we gonna get next? So the only the only other thing I did prior to yesterday that had to do with Final Fantasy XIV is I watched a 30-minute guide on how to make those, like, Smash Brothers character introduction things, and I made one for Thancred. So I spent 45 minutes at my computer watching this video trying to make one for Thancred, and I thought it looked pretty good, so I I posted it, and I got a few tweets or likes or whatever. (laughs) Um, And uh, I was kind of done with that, and I was like, look, I learned how to do something in Photoshop. And then the rest of the people in my Discord said, well, you know there's a meme generator that just does that. And then they started memeing me like, Rubicon Vale learns how to do something in Photoshop. So I felt like a royal ass, but whatever. I'm loved. <laughs> loved by my Discord. And then uh, I actually did play yesterday. I got on because it was the only day I had time that I could play Final Fantasy fourteen. So I did my 12 for the week so I could get my little token. And I did my expert. And I even ran on Machinist. I did a 50-60 dungeon, and that went well. Um, I'm still digging Machinist, but I, I kind of hit a slow spot. So I need to uh, pick that back up again and... Uh, continue with that. You play ranged. I Klaus. do. You play. You play a bard. What do you do? You goof with machinist. Ever? You know, I tried machinist for a while, and it was just one that I couldn't really get into all that much. I think it's still at thirty five. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I was going to ask you: Are you excited to be able to uh, glamour your machinist as Balthier? Oh no, <laughs> Balthier is uh, Balthier is a, a secret guilty pleasure of mine. Um, Gideon Emery's voice is really what does it for me. If I could just have a man in my life talk to me like Gideon Emery. Might switch teams. Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, he is. Uh, he has a very sexy voice, but Balthier as a character is uh, just an amazing character. I replayed 12 recently, mm-hmm. at least in 2018 I played it, Zodiac Age, and I loved the story. It 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 resonated with me much more than the first time I tried to play it. And I really liked Balthier's character, especially, I guess, spoiler alert, you know, he's got a lot of turns because his father's Sid, and there's a lot of uh, stuff that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, his escape from the Empire. Um, and I understood the story a lot better this time, so I felt like I related to it more. And every character in Twelve, I think has their own special way, but Balthier is is special to me. Fran, too, and I'm looking forward to this, what we don't know but kind of suspect as a Fran reveal 
uh, coming up in the um, the final chapter in, uh, of the Twenty Four Man Raid. Yep, in in uh, in the old monastery. So I can't wait for that. And uh, again, I'm like you guys. I'm excited for patch four point five. I think it's something we need. I was listening to the shit podcast today, catching up. She heals I tank. Shout out to those guys. And uh, they had an episode about the content lull. And what do you do in that time? And, you know, they even referenced what Yoshida had said, that it's okay to play other games and it's okay to take a break and come back. That's one thing that's good about Final Fantasy XIV. The, the catch-up cycle allows for you to to jump back on the horse and catch up fairly quickly. Just stay sub so you don't lose your house. That's <laughs> that's an important aspect of it. Yeah, very much so. So... Uh, even though I'm still playing, I understand the the content lull and the desire to play other games. 2018 has been a great year for other games, so take advantage of that of the content lulls and you know play near, play Smash, play Dragon Quest or whatever else tickles your fancy, and take that short break and come back and enjoy Blue Mages and being able to play with your friends on other servers like we'll be doing fairly soon with our friend Klaus here Ooh. and others. And, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. But I know Yelta did a lot of stuff in Pyros. So, Yelta, what did you do well, this past week? Well, when I, when I was downloading the new Katamari game, I saw that I had 12 friends on my Switch, and they were all playing Smash. Ah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if I didn't blow so bad at that game, I would consider it. But, no, I, uh, I uh, rolled my Katamaris and played Pokemon. But uh, I did... I did... <coughs> I did play um, like all of one whole day, I think, this week or something, or last week. And I did go into Eureka, and I did get my Pyros cane. So that felt good. Of course, then it's the light um, farming portion of the game, and I just didn't have it in me, and I haven't logged in since. That was like Thursday or something. But uh, I think I also got a level on monk or something you know i still have those four melee dps to level and it's there's not my favorite role it's not my favorite jobs and but i want to get them to 70 they're both they're all all of them are in their low 50s so the the grind is real but i'll, I'll do it eventually <laughs> but uh i do want to get back in and get the pyros can uh up there and uh churn out some light and roll some stats or I may do what some people in uh, Nofika's Bosom's Discord have discussed just kind of kind of just waiting maybe they'll nerf that phase you know what I mean and it's I possible well and we don't even know mm. do you need substance when, when they when they add in hydratos or whatever the next one is are you even going to have to roll stats on it before you can start it you know I don't know so I might skip that completely. We'll see what happens. I know people are in there farming up uh, the gear sets for Glamour especially. Some of those are pretty sweet. Yeah, some people really want the ones where you need all 50 of the Logos actions to unlock. Yeah. Which that has been my bane lately. <laughs> I wish I knew back then what I know now about, you know, farming up the uh, sprites. The sprites. To get some of those more difficult ones. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people are going to the fates that have sprites that spawn near them and sinking and killing the sprites instead. That's that's pretty smart, mm -hmm. actually. Yep, yep. I, I read about that somewhere. Um, or you know what would also be amazing? 
This little thing called a level, level sink. sink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, and even well, and even if because we've 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 talked about it endlessly, but even if even if they didn't put that in now, if they mm-hmm. in Pyros now. If they would put it in later when they ease the content, that'd be great. It still pisses me off. I can't go help Ulf. And he's right? in he's in Animos. He's like level fifteen now, I think. He actually well, so he has oh, made I... progress since last time, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, and he he's been doing his challenge like solo because he's insane. I mean, I love him, but he's insane. And uh, the, he died trying to get his last. Uh, I don't remember Firekin or whatever, and he died. And he's like, man, he's like, if I return, I lose all that XP. The man actually shouted. Someone came up and raised him. And it was like, he, he never he never asks anyone for help. But apparently, Eureka will force you to ask for help and play with other people a little bit. So. Well, that loss of XP is not an insignificant, uh, you know, chunk to lose at no that point. it's it's kind of actually i'm kind of i can't wait till he gets to 20 then i can go help him do his challenge log you know we could just do mm-hmm. it every week in animals but uh no i do i, I want to can you now in pyros i don't even know can you go and look at the gear sets i when do they get offered to you do you have to i don't know honestly either i I guess I've only unlocked the 30 actions so i can mm. get access to my last weapon i'm still too uh, orbs short from Penny. Oh, okay. And I have had such bad luck trying to get into an instance when it's uh, fire weather. And oh. yeah, like the last few times I did it, it was like hours until yeah. uh, fire weather was going to spawn again. Yeah, I uh, I don't, I got lucky and I think I had like twice as many fire orbs as I needed, but I didn't have nearly enough um, of the crystals that you usually get from the especially higher level fates whatever those crystals were called i can't remember anymore I'm the pyros crystals. crystals yeah so so yeah that's <laughs> about I mean. all i did in 14 is just going to pyros and a little bit i just like did beast tribe dailies or something i don't know not not much i, I initially right after fan fest a whole bunch of us logged in and we're like yes go let's wrap up all the things and be ready for and that lasted like a, a week or something <laughs> for a lot of people. But. Yeah, I wanted to get started on doing uh, bird and doggo farms after mm-hmm. seeing the uh, um, the fact that we're going to be getting the nine tails as the final mount mm-hmm. in, in Stormblood, and it's like, let's go do this. And I haven't done one yet. <laughs> I think we've done. <laughs> I think I think the free company is called out and. It has done some, but not like, not like, I don't know how I usually do it. We do like a big four hour chunk or something, but I don't know. There are some people still, uh, getting the, uh, oh, the grade, th- whatever wheels going and the, you know, experience wheels and stuff and working on the airships and, or well, submarines, not at this point. So there's, there's still people in the free company doing stuff. Map parties are 
easy to arrange and and oh yeah that's been one of the saving graces um we've been doing quite a few map parties uh, usually mondays and fridays we try and do a map party if possible um it actually goes well with uh some of the streams that i've been doing um i don't know if you guys have uh, ever have caught any of that but on mondays we like to do something called final fantasy music mondays mm-hmm. and uh, lately i've been picking like a specific final fantasy to kind of um showcase uh, for people, to, so I've been just picking a random game, loading up a whole bunch of uh, of the songs from that game, and we're listening to that while we're playing different things within uh, Final Fantasy XIV, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, but like I said, something to add to that, like I said, we've been doing maps then, and then getting as as much loot as we can. But sometimes it's like you get into the altars, you get through that first round, and you get trolled, and, and lands right on uh, the uh, um, Atmos and Boom. Away you go. <laughs> well, but, and I think that's what keeps it exciting. We've had nights where we made it all the way to the end of like three different things in an, in an hour and a half. We've had other nights where we did yep. twice as many maps, didn't get portals, doors wouldn't <laughs> stay open. Worst. You know, it was just just a one night was so skunked we so badly that um I actually volunteered to pull out the thieves maps I had on me just so we could keep going. And yeah. we could have done more maps. It was just like, well, let's just try this. And it still didn't pan out. But Those are the nights I join. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the nights I don't join, they get to the seventh floor three times in a row. And all the thieves maps work and all this. And it's 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 because I bring bad juju, <laughs> bad juju. I guess. Who knows? You angered the kitty gods. Oh, Lord. I, I think I took her back off my blacklist. I don't even remember who that was. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my oh my oh my all right you can shoot the shit with us come to the website www.gtffxiv.com and let us know what you've been up to uh i think we're gonna stop for a second before we go to the news and let our guest talk a little bit about plus who you are and what you do and where we can see you doing it all right. Well, I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but uh, for those of you who may not know me, I am Klaus Nightbringer, the uh, host of Phoenix Down Radio, another Final Fantasy podcast. Um, I was able to meet uh, Ruby and Yalta a couple of years ago at the 2016 Fan Fest and uh, had a very good time uh, hanging with them in Vegas then. Um, and we've been able to develop a really cool relationship, and um, I'm happy that they were able to invite me on today and... Uh, share the show with them um aside from the podcast that we do every other week um we we stream that live on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash phoenix down radio it's like i said every other saturday night um next episode is actually going to be on december 22nd just before christmas and it's going to be a special episode we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later on but um we do that live as well as um i will stream different things out there um, like Mondays, we'll do music Mondays. I've been trying to do something really cool as well on Thursdays, doing a throwback Thursday and playing an old Final Fantasy game. Uh, right now, currently doing uh, Final Fantasy four, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. I just uh, turned uh, Cecil from a Dark Knight into a Paladin, <laughs> and uh, we're making our way back into Baron. So lots of uh, fun stuff going on there. Uh, aside from that, um, I guess that I just try to. Uh, have a good time, maybe do a little bit of shit posting out on Twitter and, uh, you know, just keeping it, keeping it lively. So again, I really do appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks so much for being on the show. It's always a good time to talk to you. 
You you're 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 super busy, man. I like show up once a week and <laughs> talking to a microphone for an hour and well, you know, when you're a single guy and you, you have to do something to keep yourself uh, out of trouble, you know, playing video games is usually a pretty safe bet. And if you can, uh, you know, entertain some people while doing it, you know, all the better for it, I guess. And especially something that that is as amazing as the Final Fantasy universe. I mean, I've been a fan of Final Fantasy ever since the original back in, uh, I believe, when we got it in 1989 here mm-hmm. in the U.S., uh, on the original Nintendo, I remember just playing that um, quite often in my youth and uh, had a blast with it. Always enjoyed it, um, but I didn't get to play much of it until after um, Final Fantasy VII came out because I never had a Super Nintendo. Oh. I never had a PlayStation. I actually played Final Fantasy VII on the PC. Okay. But I was like, I was always like, you know what? I I really love this stuff, and you know, I'm gonna keep playing it. And I've been like addicted ever since as well so and it's i am absolutely a total geek for final fantasy so being able to do a podcast on it is uh even better i think you're in good company i don't the original <laughs> final fantasy was that whole summer for me that was yeah and uh final fantasy 2 it was when it came out in the u.s anyway that was in my stocking for christmas the year it came out <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I still have it. I still have it and the Super Nintendos, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I have my original uh, Final Fantasy cartridge on NES. Yeah. I wish I did, but unfortunately, I was young and dumb and sold it. Yeah. But I have every other one. I've got them all on PlayStation now. I've got them in, I don't know how many other ways I can play them, so. Oh, so I'm not the only one who has multiple copies of all the Final Fantasies, and I play the first hour of them, and then I just go get go to something else. I have I have three copies of the original Black Label <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. All right, just so I could get a full, you know, good set, and uh, end up getting one of them actually had had the special little misprint on the back label. So uh-huh. I was like, ooh, it's a special one. Well, not really, but I'm a geek. I think it is. <laughs> All right, then. Let's go with the first round. This is news. Letter from the Producer Live, part 48, is set for December 21st. And I'm assuming it's going to be on Twitch, Nico Nico YouTube. They're gonna and really the freaking way. early in the morning, too. Um, well, that's, that's, that's 5 a.m. here. I probably yep. won't be. I'll probably catch up not with it after. It. Yeah, not going to do it. Patch yep. 4.5 preview, part 2. So it's... Not probably earth-shaking enough for me to get up. Yeah, that's my day off. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep in. I'll I'll check it out when uh, they post, you know, on 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 the subreddit or in. I'll read the notes from uh, Twitter or wherever they they post that and catch up on it then. But we, I know we'll be talking about it the next day. So. Oh, for sure, for sure. So what are we getting, y'all? What are we getting? I don't even remember. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it's it's partially speculation here, but I would assume the 24-man raid would be talking about it. They're going to show that off. They'll show off the dungeon that we're supposed to get. A little bit more of the, uh, uh, was it the Grimlet Dark? Mm Mm-hmm. Gimlet Dark. Gimlet Dark. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. It makes me want to drink, doesn't it? (laughs) Drink. Um, Let's see. We'll probably... That's a it's a it's a tough one. I we may actually get a release as to when they'll be dropping Blue Mage. Mm-hmm. Will it be at sure. four point five or will they wait to like four point five point one mm-hmm. or something like that? I mean, Work I can see them doing that. You know, waiting, not dropping it right on uh, the release date. We'll also get the release date. 
Yeah, it's true. Uh, true. I'm calling the eighth. Oh. Oh, I didn't even look at the calendar. Yeah, I haven't even looked well, at the first, Tuesday the eighth. Yeah, Are the, we going to get five is, uh, more not slides be on how World Visit no. will work? And they said it was going to be early January, so if they do the 15th, that's kind of mid-January, don't you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like that I said, tickled it, me at fan eighth seems like, like the day. We get it. We get how World Visit's going to work. I can dig it. Yeah, I'm in agreement with all that. I think all that will be discussed uh, to some degree. And they're also going to show off these um, amazing new Mog Station items. Well, I was going to say, buy buy my stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's always the buy my stuff. uh, They're going to make a Namazoo blanket hoodie thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's my uh, my shocker for for the the live letter. (laughs) That is the big announcement. Yes. A Namazoo hoodie blanket a slanket oh for namazoo they could um, i've got my topaz carbuncle hoodie slash hand warmer thing that i still can't figure out how that really works but i think my son will look cute in it <laughs> oh i'm sure big enough I-, I think he'll look a little bit cuter than you ruby i'm sorry uh well Probably right. <laughs> they could also tell us what the second thing that we're going to be getting in the gold saucer is. Oh, that's right. They did not announce that. They said that we were getting something. Mm-hmm. Yep, they said something big. Now, I don't know. Mm. I've been hoping. I, I don't know if we'll actually get this, but my hope is that this big thing is actually Blitzball. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly how they would implement it, but... It, if if it is Blitzball, it'll be the best secret they've kept in a long time. I mean, look at everything else that's been spoiled. Right. So we know we're getting Nobody the... data mined that. No, not, not ahead of time. <laughs> so we know we're getting that Air Force whatever shooting. Air Force remote. One? Yeah, they, we know we're getting that. But they said mm-hmm. we're getting another big thing. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing okay. that everybody has been asking for is is a sport like Blitzball. And and it would fit well in the gold saucer. I mean, they've already shown that they're going to use instances mm-hmm. for some of their attractions. Look at Leap of Faith. Yep, yep. Leap of Faith is an instance. The Triple Triad Hall. Triple is an Triad instance. is a, a instance. Chocobo Racing is instanced. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So is the Verminion. Verminion, yep. Those are game is instance. <laughs> That's true. And we still beg for open world stuff. I am uh, I'm still looking forward to the Air Force One thing. I, I used to play Star Wars The Old Republic, and a on-rail shooter was one of the little mini-games. You could you know fly from planet to planet, and, and there was like an on-rail shooter for, for that aspect. And it was fun. The problem with, uh, with it in Star Wars was that people expected it to be more like Star Fox or something where you had this big open area and you could fight other fighters. Mm. So the expectation was was misappropriated, if you will. And so when they got an on-rail shooter, they were like, what is this crap? Mm. But they've already framed this correctly for us. It's going to be on rails. We'll be shooting targets. Um, and I think as long as the expectation uh, matches up with what we get, I think people will enjoy it. I, I can see myself spending some time shooting targets. I think it'll be fun. Well, didn't they have something like this back in Final Fantasy VII in the Gold Saucer? Like a haunted house type of thing on rails? Mm, I uh, I'm trying to think if what it was in the haunted house, because I don't remember doing everything in seven. You know, like I did the battle arena, which is something else I wish they would bring Oh, I know. It. That's something I would love. Maybe that, and that could be the big thing they bring too. I mean, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for a battle arena. 
I can only get so erect, Glass. <laughs> As Pete from uh, She Heals a Take and Say, it puts blood in your dick. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, and then what else do we have? We have a recommencement of automatic demolition on the JP servers. This is where they uh, they had a lot of flooding and stuff in, in Japan on July. Mm-hmm. So they paused the demolition of... Uh, Elemental Gaia and Mana data centers, uh, but they now think that they can uh, resume auto demolition with the p- release of patch 4.5. So it looks like it will begin on Wednesday, October 24th. Oh, wait, no. Just suspension for automatic housing demolition for all worlds on the 8th or in Primal that began on Wednesday, October 24th remains in effect. What was that one for? The uh, hurricanes, I believe. The hurricanes, yes. Mm. I, I'm too far north, guys. Sorry, I forgot. Right? Yeah, we flight. don't have hurricanes <laughs> up here in Minnesota. When we get hit by tornadoes, you can forget that we got hit by them. Yeah, <laughs> it, we're not going to get any uh, com- um, d- demolition uh, um, pausing for that. Not for snow being snowed in or tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, we lose our internet for th- for three weeks because uh, the p- um, power went out. Right? No, we're all, we're all buried in twenty feet of snow up here. <laughs> Hey, we, get, we our streets get covered with like a thin layer of ice, and all the stores are out of okay, milk and bread but, down but, here in the south. But a thin okay. layer of ice is honestly scarier than six inches of snow. Well, it definitely is where I live. <laughs> yes. All right, um, and they also note that there's a possibility the timer will be suspended again at a later date if the need arises. So, the scheduled patch release is early January 2019, and you were you, I think you're I think you're. Uh, Guess of the 8th would not be, because the 15th is already mid, and I really think the 1st is too soon. Yeah, well, and the 1st is actually a pretty important day in Japan, so I, I yeah. really don't think they're going to be releasing on that day. Mm-hmm. So I, right. I think they've kind of painted themselves into a corner there. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> early has to be the 8th, unless they, but they know how well, we'll cry if they go to the 15th, so... Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Damn it, Yoshi, you said early. You said summer. Well, we've done that before. We did that with uh, Heaven's Word yeah. when it was summer, like, it was supposed to be early, summer. but it, it, was, was it was supposed to be what, late yeah. spring? I mean, uh-huh. getting early summer, and technically. Early summer. Yeah. All right, the auto, de- <laughs> the auto demolition <laughs> counter and current homeowners. I'm not going to read this to you. If you are, first of all, none of our listeners probably are on those servers, but if you are... Go read this. You want you want to confirm your time until auto demolition and that kind of thing. If you listen to this show and you have a house on those servers, go check at four point five. Just go walk in your Just house. Just go walk You'll in your house. Then. That's all you got to do. There's a lot of words here to explain. Go walk in your house. Now I don't know. They've been pre- so like if somebody still isn't back on their feet and still loses their house, fourteen has not been real understanding on well i i still have an issue that you're probably screwed i don't know well i mean they, they haven't at least improved and you'll get 80 percent of the value plus um your items back yeah they've got they're more generous but you still have lost your house you still have to yeah you know but that such as the design they did with this game for housing it's kind of rough and well actually yeah. they might get the full uh no, they, I know with the move, uh, when the the data centers change, they're setting it to where everybody's going to be able to bring everything. And, and you're, getting, get everything you're getting back. full reimbursement plus money for pain and suffering, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that was but, pretty generous, I thought. Yep. 
But I don't know if, if they're going to maybe open it up to that. Cause that's the other thing was, you know, when 4.5 comes, we don't know exactly when in that time frame mm-hmm. we're going to be getting these new data centers. Yeah, that's true. It may overlap because it may, it may, they may get the full thing. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Or do you only get that if you actually transfer? I, I think it's only if you transfer yeah, so if and, you, people... and you actually have a house. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yelta, don't sell us short. We've had uh, two listeners in Japan in the last seven oh, days. Oh, my God. So. I am so – please forgive me. <laughs> go, but, uh, but still go read the go read the uh, article because I don't want to be – it's your fault, Yelta. You didn't tell me what I had to do. I'm telling you. Well, you know, well, at the time you're BSing here about it, you know, we could have just read, uh, read the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But no one Sometimes that. that happens, Glenn. It does happen sometimes. No way. No, I could yeah, just, we just read, need more read, rum. read it word for word, every single word. Yes. Yeah. All right. The Starlight Celebration begins December 17th. That is coming up, guys. That is... Yeah. And Chili is a wizard. Chili is a wizard? Chili is a wizard because we just talked about this on, on the last episode. He said he had seen... Um, he doesn't remember where, but somebody had data mined uh, what we're going to be getting this year, mm-hmm. and he called all of it because it hadn't the the information had not yet been released on Saturday. I believe it came out on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, he called it. We're getting a tree. We're getting choir outfits. Uh, we're getting um, you know a whole bunch of other stuff like that. We're getting donuts, guys. Mm-hmm. I like it. Freaking donuts! I mean, that's awesome. We don't have tacos, but we're getting donuts. And, we're moving know, closer. We're getting somewhere. We're getting I, there, yep. I'm okay with this. Once we go to, to Thavnir, then we'll get those tacos. I know it. <laughs> Koji, I'm watching you. Yeah. And I, I like this. I really like the the gets. So we have the choir hat, the choir robe, and the choir shoes. They're all dyeable. I like the way these look. Um, I'm, I'm not a big I'm fan a big of the look, fan. but... Well, this stu- this stuff's been in the file since four point four, so true. You can, yeah, you can so I mean, it's been the, easy to mine the, the pictures of them all. I the robes, I think they're cool looking. I don't know any choir robes that look like that, but I think it's a neat look. I still think that the best glamour we've gotten were the uh, robes. I believe was from last year. That like very Saint Nicholasy looking robe. Yes, with a little hood on the back. Yeah, yeah, that one's mm. nice. That one is my favorite. I I really like the way that one looks. It was your last year, or two years ago. But what, what uh, year that was one the is... strapless dress on girls? Was that mm, two or three years ago? Know. It looks really, really weird. It's like I don't know. I don't know. So they designed it where they don't have winter. But I think that's going to be cute. Uh, let's see the information specifically from Monday, December 17th to Monday, December 31st. The quest starts in Old Gridania. It's not so silent night. Amgarn has decided that Ishgardian choral music will be an indispensable part of the celebration, although she neglected to find anyone capable of a performance. Is the event doomed to failure, failure or will you save the day? <laughs> Welcome to SingStar 14. <laughs> you have to be level 15 to do it, so go do that. Then, let's see. See, I'm not a fan of these frosted trees, but that's an interior tree, and I'm a fan of interior trees. Yeah, it'll go nicely with the uh, the other tree that we have. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I, I, a hoary, like the snowman. So. Evercold Starlight Snowman looks a lot like the minion we had. have. It does. 
The open twinkle box. This song is new to the the uh, the song that we currently have for Starlight is called Starlight Celebration. So I'm not familiar with Starlight Star Bright. Of course, that could go hand in hand with choir robes, mm. and we may be singing a song. That's probably the song that we're going to be using. And yeah. So. New music but, is always a good thing. Then they're going to be forcing the performance action on everybody now, not just bards. <laughs> everyone, everyone. That's my guess. To, you think so? Yeah. Well, uh... Chili had surmised that it was going to be a DDR type thing, which you know that's why I guess SingStar or something like well, that. Based but, on you know, one of the quest names, I wouldn't be surprised. But you think they're going to make everybody do a performance? Probably. They're going to make you get into a party of eight. And then you're all going to have to sit, stand up there and sing. And, you know, if you get it wrong, you're going to get booed off stage and you're going to oh. throw tomatoes. <laughs> I like that, actually. Can we throw the tomatoes? That would be fun. That would be sweet. Make, that's going to be the new emote that we're supposed to get. Throw tomato. Throw tomato. Uh, there you go. There you go. You can boo people properly. New class, Next year heckler. Next year will be Jerry Springer episode. Oh we'll throw chairs at each other. And do DNA tests. <laughs> I thought that was from Maury. pops out. Oh. <laughs> you are not the You're father. Not the father. So these pieces are dyeable. I'm, I'm hoping it's the part that looks red is dyeable. I don't know. That would be good. Right. Oh, they could go a different the way. Hat, the hat is red. Well, yeah, but I'll give you that because the hat is red. And so if that part's dyeable, I hope the red part on the outfit is also dyeable. And I think the sh- – I bet the shoes have red on them somewhere too. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. I have to go download. I'll get it and it's going to go right into my armoire. <laughs> oh, it could be adorable. We only get to see it on those two characters here, but it might be adorable on like a Lalafell or something. Yeah, but I'm a big Highlander, so well, that, that doesn't quite work. <laughs> so many things look stupid at a Lalafell. It's like I have no boobs. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so this could work. Yeah, the, the long, the long, flowy stuff seems to work really well, or the, the frilly stuff. Mm-hmm. Can, looks very nice. All right, new optional items available. Of course, we're talking about the Mog Station, and it's basically last year's Starlight stuff for <gasps> sale. You can have the bear horn or the little sapling. Actually, these are really cute. The uh, the Starlight Log set I always thought was very cute. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course I like the posters. Me too. Yeah. Do we still have posters by our jukeboxes? What it looks like to me. Yeah, I think we had to take some down just because there was too much stuff in the house. Yeah. We gotta we gotta do some rearrangement. I think it's time to do some rearrangement. But I like this poster because it gives me a Christmas feel. Mm-hmm. Like it just it feels like Christmas. And I really actually liked the uh, song, the Starlit Gateway, the the, the Christmas version of the uh, um, Chocobo theme. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I ever listened to it, to be honest. There's so many pieces of music in the game now. I don't always necessarily even like pop them all on. I don't know. All right. What's on tap? We have a, a developer's blog. Better for you and I. I haven't read this Ruby did you read this (laughs) I read a little bit I this is this is a UI update this is kind of one part I think we're going to get some more UI (gasps) updates as it goes um, or some announcements of more UI updates but uh, the first thing they talk about is the mountain minion roulette and they made a change where you can uh, just roulette the favorited minions oh this is something Uh, we all asked or many of us asked for I wish I had Uh a roulette just for my favorites perfect 
Yeah, and so, I mean, I was listening again to She Heals I Tank, and Avi was talking about, it's not that I want to necessarily favorite certain ones, but I want to not get the ones I don't like. <laughs> so, you know, it goes both ways. Uh, so you can pick the ones that you like and then uh, and cycle through those. And I'm more like Pete. Like, I, I like to have, I have two mounts on my bar. I have the highest raid tier one that I own so I can like bust it out and people go ooh although nobody does that and then I have like a favorite one that I think is just flavor of the month it's just cute for whatever reason or it's like the newest the newest amount that I've gotten uh so I keep those on tap but it would be nice to put that favorited one there or the the roulette of my favorites down there and then just random pick of all the the favorited ones that i've got so you can do that both with the mounts and the minions uh we've got transparency settings now so you on the on the ui element bar you can uh set the transparency low if you want to do that and they give you an example of like the little item list which is completely off of my ui i don't i don't use that at all i just hit i and go to my inventory but if you want to make that transparent, you can do so. And then uh, filters added to the challenge log. And this was really uh, kind of like for Eureka. This is what I was, I was begging to. for this one personally. This one is very important because I, I, everybody uses the challenge log in Eureka. I think probably more than any other place that the challenge log is used. So this is a great one. I feel like there's more that they could add to it to make it easier for things like Eureka. But then – as Eureka changes, you know, maybe it won't be quite as important. But I, still, this is, a, this is a pretty cool feature. Um, and then I think they're talking about there's going to be some more changes to group pose coming up. Oh, yes, a couple of other things about the noises. Alarm sound category has been changed to BGM and system sounds. Uh, from BGM to system sounds, excuse me. And they added a sound effect when the ready check is initiated. And again, Pete was saying on She Heals I Tank... I, I thought there already was a noise, and maybe it's because there's – maybe whenever you pull, it's like you hear the sound. I, I thought there was too, but I guess there wasn't. I guess just because I'm watching, I just know when the thing starts, and oh, I assume see, maybe in my head I'm, there's a noise. I, I, I always a, thought I'm there was a, cheater, a ding as well. No, yeah. I'm a cheatery cheater, and I have uh, ACT tell me that somebody's doing a ready check, and it, it counts me the countdown too, so – Maybe because it's initiated and not when it's commit like when it finishes the countdown. Maybe there's a noise when it finishes the countdown, but uh, but this is when it's initiated. Mm, okay. And uh, I don't know. The voices in my head tell me all kinds of weird things, and I, I listen to them. I thought there was them, a little tink to them. And I'm so sorry. I thought there was like a little tink when it was yeah, when it so. when it was either but started that might be or finished. I don't know, but it sounds like. Uh, maybe some people turn off the background music and maybe it's associated with some of, maybe one of those sounds is associated with another sound type that people turn down. And I think that's why the alarm thing was changed because if you have the BGM down, you can't hear the alarms in system sounds. And, uh, yeah, we, we we need that. So that's that's why that change was yeah, made. I really don't understand how anybody can play with the, the background music turned off all the time. I do it every once in a while, like if I want to be listening to other music with it, but the gameplay is so weird when you're not actually listening to what's in the game. I mean, it's, I agree. it's not just the music that disappears. It is. There's a lot of other little elements that go with it that, that you get missing as well. So it just feels so odd. I turn the background but, music way down or even off when I'm learning a new primal. 
especially because a lot of them through the years have had audio cues that sometimes Mm -hmm. I can't. I also will turn the effects way down because when I'm learning something, it's the extra music and the and the flashy lights and other stuff sometimes distract me while I'm learning, and it's not good. Then I could turn it all back on once I've learned the fight, mm-hmm. but no, that makes sense yeah. too. I mean, but like I said, it's just it just feels weird for those who are, have it off all the time. I mean, I those people not have a soul. <laughs> well, and I don't <laughs> like, know. Seriously, yeah, you're I... not listening to to Soken's amazing work mm-hmm. and you know Uematsu and all the other composers that just did an amazing job on this music. Yeah, I'm with you on this game, and I had this in 11. I, I knew people who would actually go into the dat files and change the music, oh. or they would not play 11 music at all, and I'm like, uh, this music is gold. Now, Why are only you if not... they changed every song to Sanctuary of Zita. Zita. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first song I ripped when I when I could find the dat files in 11. I was like, I've got to steal this oh, song yeah. from the dat files. There's so many good songs tape. in 11. I mean, honestly... All of Final Fantasy's music is gold. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, just the soundtrack of running from Juno up to Sky twice a week. I loved the music all the way through. You know, yep. the, the whole mm-hmm. trip there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this song. Oh, yeah, I like this song. Yeah, Roll Mave, and you get uh, into Rue Avatar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, yeah, so just musical and just, oh, it brings back so many good memories. All right. I was going to have us take some shots, guys, but I decided I didn't want to listen to people or talk about people whining about Blue Mage that much more today. Well, I mean, what was out there? Oh, no, I'd just, like to know a, what people were It's the same. The official about. forum thread is, continues to grow. People are like, but they could balance it if they really wanted to. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I, I will. I mean, we've already said our piece, mm-hmm. I think. Klaus, I, we've never really heard what your full opinion is on Blue Mage, but I think from Yelta and I, we really kind of am okay with the fact that they made it a limited job to give it the actual soul of a Blue Mage. Um, I don't see how they would have balanced it any other way, and I think it would have bastardized the. Um, the meaning of what a blue mage is. I think there's some jobs that can be done that too, but mm-hmm. I think there's some jobs that you just ultimately cannot do that too without making the job something that it really isn't. So what what was your opinion or what is your opinion on blue mage? All right. Well, now let me say this as a red mage for life. <laughs> um, so I'm slightly salty about the red mage we got in 14. Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 70. It's my secondary class. I will rock that pimp hat, you know, as often as possible. But it's not the red mage that I know and love. Are you an 11 red mage then? Yes. I I Uh was – that was my job in in 11. I took that to 75 and that was it. I ran red mage. I I brought up all of the sub-jobs that I needed for it, black mage, white mage, ninja, uh, dark, you know, so I was relevant. But no, I was red mage. I wasn't cross-classing. It's like, you know, you put that pimp hat on me and that is me. You know, that is Klaus. I don't know if you've seen, I actually have a red mage tattoo. (laughs) And it is amazing. But anyway. I I um, was going to say, now I'm going to have to make a show me in March. (laughs) I can show you guys. I've got it online somewhere too. (laughs) So, but yeah, I can show you again. Um, Getting back to blue. I had ideas as to how they could make it work and be a job 
that was viable within the trinity that we have for Final Fantasy XIV. That they could maybe tie it into the tank with the gunblade using the shells as the blue spells. I thought it'd be kind of an interesting twist on the blue mage, you know. But that being said, I am also okay with them doing it this way. I am very happy that they took blue mage seriously. They want to have it be the type where you actually go out and you have to earn your your uh, all your actions. You have to spend time learning how to be a blue mage. You don't just get it given to you. And with the, the um, abilities that you're going to be able to learn as a blue mage, it's going to be very tough to balance that in the, uh, the, the Trinity setup that we have right now. So I'm okay with the limited job for the most part. However, that's no excuse for them to keep it as a limited job mm-hmm. throughout the rest of Final Fantasy fourteen. No, I agree. I kind of people. I, people are like, you could never raid with it, and I'm like, you know what's going to happen? Once everybody gets their forty nine abilities, or they can see the numbers, how many people are getting them? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't relax some of the restrictions. The restrictions are there now, but that doesn't mean they have to be those restrictions forever. I think the biggest problem that they're going to be coming up against is the fact that for most of the game, uh, elemental resistances and uh, strengths and weaknesses against are not a thing. Right. But for blue mages, that is part of their bread and butter. In the Mass Carnival, that is going to be one of the biggest things that you have to work around is how to utilize those strengths and weaknesses against your opponents and for them to be able to have to program that back in or find a way to balance the damage in content where that does not exist is going to be a trick for the development team there's definitely challenges there for sure yep so i I mean that's where i think it's going to be difficult to make a non-limited version of blue mage but i hope that they don't give up on trying to do that hmm. did you ever watch final fantasy unlimited you kind of remind yes me i that. did and that's actually yeah. where i got the idea from the magan you know yeah. where, where he, he he combines the three different soils into bullets and he fires it and it creates a specific spell effect yeah and i think that's throwback enough that you, we i still am putting that on the table i still think that that could be something that we have on the table whether you call it like a you know, a, a gun mage or, or I don't know what you would do. The black, a black wind mage, Kaze. I don't know what you would call it, but I, 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 I just thought that that was a really cool thing. I mean, I know overall that particular anime was kind of panned and a lot of people really didn't like it very much. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun for what it was. Well, um, the concept of, of the, of his weapon was very cool. And I exactly. thought the same thing when, um, when blue mage, uh, was kind of kicked around as an idea, not so much as blue mage, but maybe something for the gun blade or something for a gunner at one time. And we do need another ranged, mm-hmm. you know, if we're talking about jobs coming up. So that's, uh, that, that's a possibility, but, um, yeah, I, it's good to know how you feel about blue mage, a nice relation to, to the red mage there, because I, I agree. There's just some jobs that have a, a soul 
And if you steal the soul from that job, it's just really not that job. And they did it. They did a pretty decent job with Red Mage. I think they did the best they could. You know, being able to go in for melee and then do the attacks and it still be uh, a magic DPS. And yeah, you know, it's it's got the the abilities like double cast. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's still got a portion of that soul that's there. But um, Red Mage, I guess you can say, well, it was a little different in each game to some degree, so you can kind of make something up. But Blue Mage is consistent across all Final Fantasies. Well, think think back for, to Summoner. For the most part. Think back to Summoner and the... Do you remember years and years ago, the backlash when Summer, Summoner was coming out and they're like, oh, it's just a pet job and it doesn't have that summoning oomph in it, you know, compared to other Final Fantasy games. Right. kind of lackluster. And, it, I mean, it, they're right. It, it, it really is. It's a dot class and it is what it is now. And um, Yeah, you it's know. not even really a pet class, is it? Cause it's not. It's there's just not much to control class. on it. No. You, you basically use your eggy um, to either help you with, you know, to deal damage or you use your fairy to help with your healing. They just augment yeah. is what that does. I mean, whereas, you know, Summoner from Eleven, that was an actual pet class. You actually had to control all the aspects of your Summoner or your Summon mm-hmm. that you brought out. And it wasn't just this little thing. It was a, the big, massive thing that running across the field and, you know, attacking your enemies for you. And that was awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, it, it is difficult to try and um, balance all of that in, in – a faster paced game, I suppose. Um, and I know getting back to Red Mage a little bit, it would be very difficult to bring the 11 style Red Mage with its um, support. Um, and, like it really wouldn't fit into the, the, the Trinity either. The that way, was the, the problem. Way it was. So, I mean, like yeah. I said, I'm not angry that uh, I don't have my 11 Red Mage in 14, like, but like I said, it, it's, it's not the same Red Mage. It's not what I was expecting, but it, it's the best that they could do to, put it into the game and like I said, I don't hate it, but I don't absolutely love it. But I want to be a haste bitch. <laughs> you wanna be but a I want to hear dispel, dispel please, please every other fight. Maybe, maybe that's why I stick with bard because that's where I have refresh and <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I just need to have that. I need to be the refresh bitch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let us move on to happy hour uh we have ruby's questionnaire oh my god i came up with something new <laughs> and this is something i would like to do moving forward but Klaus, you are our guinea pig you were the first time that we're doing oh, this dear. for a guest so feel free to elaborate or not but the more <laughs> you elaborate i think the better this will be so i i took a page from old james lipton and we have 10 questions to ask our guests that have to do with Final Fantasy. So I'm going to ask you question number one here, Klaus. Who is your favorite NPC character from Final Fantasy XIV? Oh, boy. You know, well, I could say the, the cliche Ishtola, you know, because everybody loves Ishtola, you know, especially after uh, 4.4 and uh, putting Magni in his place. I mean, that was pretty amazing. Um but little son, <laughs> that was hilarious. I said it to my son, little son, <laughs> little son. But my favorite NPC, uh, if I if I had to pick one, I would have to go Nero, 
Oh, yeah. Mainly, Good choice. Mainly because he is just a cocky motherfucker, <laughs> and, um, but he backs it up. Yep. Plus like the sunglasses. And you, you know, if you've ever seen me in game, I'm always rocking the shaded spectacles, so. <laughs> I like it. Uh, my Cinna would agree with you. She loves Nero. <laughs> it's her favorite. Who's your least favorite NPC? Uh, boobphilia. Boobphilia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, she she may have gotten this important role as the voice of Heidelin now, but, you know, in ARR, she was just the lazy, couldn't get off her own ass to get her own coffee. You know, she'd call us because she couldn't reach across the room and, and uh, get a refill. So, yeah, no, no thank you. <laughs> you think you'll get your revenge in 5.0? Unfortunately, no, because they don't kill anybody who's important to the story. Mm. Not even death can keep her down. No. I hope we get a, a slice of her. We'll see. That I mean, we can all hope, but. I want to be Zodiac's bitch now. <laughs> that would be, that, you know, there's so much to speculate on with where we're actually t- going 5.0, but that could be a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. What zone, dungeon, or content do you love? Oh. I would, at this point, I would have to say uh, doing the different map content. Mainly because it can get a lot of people together. You don't have to be a high end raider. You just need to be either, you know, 60 or 70, depending on what level maps you're going to be doing. And you can get together for an hour, two hours, however long you you have maps for. And you can go in, get some loot. You can then, you know, have the option of maybe getting in and uh, fighting some more monsters for even more stuff. And uh, Jesus, you know, you are at his beck and call. And if you do not please Jesus, you ain't getting shit. So just that aspect of it really has me enjoying that. And I think it's some of the most uh, casual, friendly content we have in the game right now i have a follow-up question Mm. free for all looting or your map your loot you know most of the time we end up going your map your loot because it's what most people are used to but i can see you know there's good and bad in both of that you know if you go um free for all then it is absolutely up to rng but it it gives maybe a little bit better spread across the entire group because if your map didn't get a portal and that was your only map, then you're kind of screwed. You got to hope for some decent drops coming out of, uh, you know, that, that aren't the rollable. Direct, direct inventory drops, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've, I've tried to get some of the, the free-for-alls, but I've had more difficulty on Hyperion getting those map runs going. So maybe with the uh, um, the cross data center stuff, when we can go visit other worlds, you know, I'll, be, I'll join you guys on Excalibur and we can do some free-for-alls. I'm sitting on about 17, 18 maps, so. <laughs> oh, nice. I can only bring that, three at a time, though. Yep. Isn't that funny what's different between worlds? Whenever actually just cross-world cross, cross world party play, you know, through the party finder was, mm-hmm. was get come out, uh, finding different tactics of the way you, that you did fight uh, between different worlds was completely different. We found, like, Excalibur was doing things opposite of uh, oh, some of the yeah, other Yeah, we servers. were doing, like, one of the one of the couple of the primal fights just ass backwards from any, every other one on the data center it was something like healers went right and and dps went left. i think it might have been um sephiroth 
you know, one well, healers oh, went to the right. Yeah, the right. yeah, yeah DPS went left, and it and 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 it was completely opposite. Yeah, we've had it where like every, like the range went to the back and the healers went to the right or because it's been so long since i've done sephiroth but yeah i know what you're talking about there was some really weird differences depending on what uh group you were end up getting into and who was kind of coordinating it what zone dungeon or content do you hate can i just say pagos i think you're allowed you to say that yeah you're allowed to say pagos <sighs> well i guess i mean i don't want to say all of eureka because i thought animos was good and I think Pyros is better, but Pagos, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That was not good. I still can't get through it, Klaus. Those fucking dragons in those tiny little corridors that are just lined with however many other mobs sitting in there. And you're a level 20-something trying to get to a fate so you can level up and then you just die and you get a raise after the NM is dead. Yes. It brought out a lot of bad in a lot of people. Um, and I did not, I skipped it for two months. Mm-hmm. I powered through it just so I could get into Pyros, but um, yeah, Pagos was not good. Well, and, and uh, but a close second for me is going to be the emergency mission in DDM2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh my God. Yes. I never beat that. I never beat it Mm. because every time we got in there, it was everybody was just doing whatever except for the right thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but they were doing the absolute opposite of what they should have been. So terrible. But I will say this: I really did enjoy the original iteration of Diadem. I was one of those who spent a lot of time in there with my raid group. And we were just farming Dino Island and having a blast doing it. You get with the right group of people. Actually, you can that, you can say with almost any content, you get with the right group of people and you can have a, a great time, you know, doing some of the most mundane shit. But um, I, st- I still di- didn't think it was the fa- abject failure that a lot of people say it was. I think people didn't give it enough of a try. Well, and then they tried to reinvent it, and I think they actually made it worse. But I'm not. They did. You know? They absolutely you did. You know, it's it, it's. Uh, I, there was a couple of things they could have easily fixed, and that was like the lower level gear should have just been coin drops for one thing. Add fates. Add fates. Well, yeah. The, yeah. The biggest problem that they could have fixed was uh, narrowing up that uh, um, the the gap of the low and high for the stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get gear that had basically nothing on it, and then you could also get gear that had everything on it. And I mean everything, every substat on it in high numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it was like 20 times better than anything you could get out of the, the highest tier rate at the time. I know, because I got a, a, a whole <laughs> bunch of it. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a yeah. Weird, it was a weird choice. I don't really, I don't really understand how they uh, hit... Ruby and I have talked about we hit they they hit an enjoyable combination of activities with the treasure maps, mm-hmm. but they somehow just completely whiffed it on the diadem. And somewhere in between, they should have been able to make something even more amazing. And we yep. got Eureka. Yeah, I know you guys had talked in the past about you know doing something where you had to work as you know different groups to do specific tasks within an area. And once those are taken care of, then something magical will happen that you all gather together for. 
Ha, you like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's true. Yeah. So we talked about that. And like I said, I, that's always stuck with me because I thought that would be amazing. And the other thing they could always add is the good old pop system. You get a, a, a pop item from, you know, farming specific monsters. Oh, and yeah. then you use that to bring out an NM. I wish they would do something like that with uh, Eureka right now instead of having to farm up a random amount of uh, items or, or of, of monsters and hope that you get um, you know, on the next one that your NM is going to pop. Could you imagine if we were allowed to separately random pugs during the day farm up pop items and then twice a week we would get together with friends and just pop all of them? How amazing would that Wouldn't be? Wouldn't that be fun? That or, would know, be an and absolute then, and then, you know, blast. Throw in some, you know, you know, somebody would be like, I, "I don't have a raid group. I'm going to pop this thing," and you could just go do it. Yeah, you know, that and would it, it would put some of the control the cool, in your hands too. And the cool thing about it is you could all still share it because that is the way Final Fantasy 14 is. It's not going to be locked to you guys. Anybody in the instance will be able to say, "Come, will come join you with that and say, hey, I have the pop items for Penny.'" Let's go, mm-hmm. you know, spawn her and, and take care of that. And that way you as a group can rush up there and do that. But I suppose, you know, the, the problem with that might be you would have too many people at that point, you know, just farming for that item. Yeah. they went, And see, that's where they might have to make it. You know, remember Sky? You had to do all these pop items and spawn and kill all the four gods before you can even get to Kirin. Yep. The other thing they could do is they could make it uh, um, a, a timed type of thing. So after it uh, after it's popped, it has a, a like a three hour cooldown. So I mean, it would still make the uh, um, the, the trackers relevant. So mm-hmm. let's say you know you would have an X X time cooldown. So let's say you pop Penny and, and you kill her, she's dead. Now her question marks are not going to spawn for two hours and forty seven minutes. Well, I think there should be a way to know, too. When I join an instance and figure out whether or not Penny's already been popped, maybe her placeholders don't even spawn or something. You know what I mean? Something. I wish wish there was something organic in the game other than, well, we killed her, now there's an invisible countdown. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, we're not – I'm not a developer. Um, I'm not a Square Enix developer especially. But with – you know, I'm sure there's other things that they've had to try and figure out which ways to balance all of these things so they can make sure that it's fair and uh, um, equitable to all players, you know, not just the ones that are going out there and rushing to farm these items. So, Klaus, you main a bard, is that correct? Correct. What job other than you main, than your main, would you like to attempt in relevant content? Well, I guess like I, I do break out the Red Mage every once in a while. So, like I said, it's it's an interesting way of playing a ranged class um, because you've got your your spells and you're building up your 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 stacks of of uh, black and white mana so you can unleash you know all holy hell in uh, melee combat and then jump the hell out of the way and hope you didn't jump off the edge. <laughs> Done that mm-hmm. way too many times. Me too. Um, and I, I remember standing there watching red mages just flip themselves off the edge of things. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Dragoon uh, 3.0. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I have brought my red mage into uh, relevant content, but I've also 
I, I like to dabble a bit with Warrior. Um, I have right now, I believe, five classes at 70. That's Bard, Red Mage, White Mage, Paladin, and Warrior. And I think of the, the of those, the ones I like to play the most are going to be Bard, of course, and then Red Mage, and then Warrior, because, of course, Philocles! <laughs> yep. Who, who, is that not just the most satisfying thing you ever see when you just go, and all that damage just falls off of them? <laughs> I watch a lot of Xenosis, and I love to watch him play Warrior. And yes. Give now you have to tell advice. him that every time he does, he has to go, Philocleave! Just like that. I doubt he will do that. Oh, come on. We'll see. We'll see. What job would you not be caught dead doing? <sighs> well, the currently the lowest job on my uh, um, list to do is going to be that poor little thaumaturge sitting at level 17. Oh, no. uh, sorry, Yelta. I know you are a black mage main. I do like black mage. Yeah. I, it, there's just something about that job, that class actually, that just, it just makes me sad. <laughs> I, it's slow. I it's, forgive you because I, I have trouble wrapping my head around Red Mage even though it's 70. I'm like, I don't understand to even start my rotation or what to do. But yeah, it's it, that and Monk are, mm-hmm. are, the, are the two that I have the most difficulty getting into. I mean, I can get most of the other ones so I actually can have their job stones, but I'm really having difficulty finding the ambition to, to get those two up there and, and work on those. I'm sure I will eventually, but it's just, those are tough. I mean, I even have Summoner and Scholar in my in the mid-30s, so. Mm. Yeah. What keeps you playing Final Fantasy fourteen? That is a really good question, and I'm glad you asked that. What keeps me going in this game, it's actually the community. Um, as a content creator, a streamer, podcaster, um, you know, I f- sometimes feel obligated to continue to make content, to continue to stream, you know, continue to put out a podcast. Um, but what keeps me doing it actually is the fact that people listen, people enjoy it. And if they're enjoying what I'm doing, it makes me enjoy it even more, so I keep going at it. And if it if we didn't have this amazing community, it I'd probably leave uh, fourteen like I left eleven. Um, I like I, said, I played eleven since PS2 beta, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I I was playing it real early. Um, but I, I then had to buy the PC version because the PS2 version was not going to be released until the following March. So I wasn't going to go six months without playing the game. And I loved that game. And, but you know, there were times when I would have to take a break every once in a while, but I, I came back from a break once and I found myself no longer on Midgard Stormer. I was on Quetzalcoatl. Mm, I was yeah, a merge servers. Yep. And I did not know what happened. I lost all of my friends. I lost all of my link shells and I was lost. I I was, I was trying to come back into the game and get back into it again. Um, you know, I was at a time in my life when I felt that, okay, I can maybe give this a try again for a while. But, you know, once that hit, I didn't have that community to fall back on. And it, it felt like it would be too much of a chore to try and rebuild. So 
I kind of left it, and it happened to be around the time when a certain game called Final Fantasy XIV was uh, coming out. So mm-hmm. I left um, Quetzalcoatl. I left Klaus uh, with just his uh, Red Mage uh, pimp armor, uh, the things that I cannot give away, and that was it. Did you do like I did? I went up to Sky and just sat down and then logged off. And I was like, I'm just going to leave him up here. No, because I did end up coming back for a few, uh, like a, a couple of days. Um, I transferred from Quetzalcoatl to Behemoth um, to try it out during the free login. Must have been four years ago. And he's currently in his Mog house. I've gone back too close. I did re-download it recently when they had the last one, but I never actually got into the game. So, yeah, it's tough. I've thought about it. You know, I have a friend Nick Nar who plays uh, on Ashura, and I contemplated uh, server transferring over there while it was cheap. That's the again. place to be, isn't it? If you're going to go I've been back. Hearing. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I thought about jumping in there, but then I remembered the last time I went in and how you know much I didn't have any gill. I didn't have any friends. Um, I did not have any idea where to go from 75 on, you know, how to get the trusts, how to get all these other things. And so like I said, it's, and I know that having to rebuild all of my macros would be a pain in the ass too. (laughs) I mean, I, you lived and you died off of those macros in 11. Oh yeah. And you built them up over a year while you're leveling, you know? Oh, I know. Like for me to remember how to make those macros, I guess I'm sorry, we're going tangential here, but, uh, (laughs) it it just, it was too much of a, of a difference for me to play. And like I said, the fact that I don't have the same community that I have with final fantasy 14, um, it's like I said, it's a very difficult thing for me to jump back into. So I'm very thankful for this community we have. What turns you off from playing Final Fantasy XIV? Toxic players. Mm. The people who think they're better than everybody else because they have the E-peens. Mm. Like nasty people in dungeons, things yeah, of that nature. The, one, the ones that, that think that they are, you know, all high and mighty because they've cleared you know, all of the raid content in a timely manner or even faster and they just flaunt it and they don't care who you are. They don't want to know. They just, if if you're not doing it their way, you're shit. And I don't like that. Hmm. They make my play experience not fun. I have actually seen people who have quit dungeons because of people like that Mm -hmm. and I don't stand for it. It's not something that I like because, like I said, this game is is about working together as a community. And for the most part, we have a great one at it. But there are those few people that make it really difficult to to stomach sometimes. And like I said, I, I am a full advocate of have fun. You know, not everybody's going to play the game your way. But you know what? That doesn't mean everybody has to play the game your way. You can play it however you want. That's the great part about this game. Just enjoy it. I agree. What is your favorite curse word? Thals balls. <laughs> ah, good one. You, you know, on. I debated whether best. if I should put this as a 14 curse word. And I was like, there's only one that I know. And that's mm-hmm. Thals balls. <laughs> well, you knew I had to say it, too. Oh, well, there's, there's always Nothica's teats. No, oh, that's, it, it, well, well, there's Thal's bloody balls, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's just kind of an offshoot of Thal's balls. So. But, I mean, if, if you want to just go regular curse word, you can't go wrong with fuck. General, all-purpose, 
useful word. I saw something on Twitter. A Japanese store um, was doing a sale, and they called it a fucking sale. Because they thought fucking meant great. Oh, no. Yeah, well. Amazing. (laughs) A plus. I would go by there. Greatest of all time. (laughs) One final question for you. If you had Yoshida alone and he could fully answer any one question, what would you ask him? I actually have two questions that I really want to ask Yoshida. Go for it. Okay, the first one's going to be a serious question. Um, And I just thought of this not that long ago. I don't know if anybody's ever asked him this question. So don't steal it from me if if, if it hasn't been asked. Please, (laughs) please, please. Um, Since its inception, has Final Fantasy XIV been planned to be the um how do i word this has it planned to be the theme park mmo that it currently is now or is that something that you came up with as you were re- working on rebuilding it into its current state because hmm. i'd like to know you know what the actual direction of final fantasy 14 was during 1.0 Hmm. Got to admit, I've been curious what I've been curious, like what story beats were set up. What were the plans for when were we originally going to go to Ishgard? That kind of thing. Yeah, because now don't get me wrong. um, I didn't play 1.0 for all that long. I bought it on release. I have a collector's edition sitting in my cabinet and I played it for probably about four months. Mm -hmm. I gave it as much time as I could stomach, but it was so bad yep i i looking back i feel bad that i didn't keep up on it and actually give it a try after you know yoshida took over and started making the changes and actually giving it some direction because i didn't see any in in its initial um iteration oh pretty much a burning dumpster fire yeah yeah so i'm curious i mean was was there a direction i mean was it supposed to be you know the nexus point of all the final fantasies where we can see all these things like we do now or is that something that he brought into it when he took over and was planning on rebuilding it yeah it makes me think did it also take a life of its own at some point did he have an initial thought at 2.0 and said hey here's what we're going to set out to do and then that's true too did it, did it just kind of grow into a monster? You know, we had scenes from 1.0. These were dug up a couple of years back of Titan, um, and there were different cut scenes that had mm-hmm. to do with Titan from 1.0 that we no 1.0 player had ever saw because it was never released. And then I think Leviathan was also something, and it, it never got uh, – it, it never caught fire. Well, I don't think they had don't enough time Leviathan to get Titan uh, worked into the story uh, during the uh, – um the phase where they brought Dalamud down. So, well, they they made a conscious decision not to put those in after the horrible tsunami. That's that why we correct. got Moogle Mall. Oh. Yeah, yep, okay. that was supposed to be. They figured earthquakes and tsunamis might not be the best primals after <laughs> good that point. Event. Not good a point. good time. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yep, yep. So, but we got our but, we got our happy murderous moogles out of it so i think you know mm-hmm. off with the heads <laughs> what's your second question the second question and anybody who you know listens to phoenix on radio is going to know we actually tried asking this um when uh, uh our friend chili um was able to submit uh some questions to yoshida for uh playstation universe um i asked him would it ever be possible for us to craft from our retainers inventories hmm 
Yep, a lot of games I, do that. Because I, I know that they, there's a way that they can be linked, but I don't know how difficult it is given the current state of Final Fantasy XIV's coding situation. But well, that, if, I've if always wanted the... that. And, and like I said, everybody who's going to hear me say that, they'll be like, oh, get off of it, Klaus. <laughs> No, but, but if you look at the way they do the mannequins and stuff, there's got to be some linking that can be. How amazing would that be? I mean, and I'm not expecting it to be able to do it out in the middle of the field. I no. would say, you know what? Sit by an, uh, a, a summoning bell, and if you're within a certain distance, you know you can craft from their retainer or from your retainer's inventory, and it'll show up in your uh, crafting log that you have these items available for you it's not like okay now i have to go search for this and i have to go to this retainer mm-hmm. i have to search for that i have to go to that retainer or you forget that you have it all together you go buy it from the market board and then you realize that oh shit i already had it on my retainer i just spent you know five million gil for nothing you know that kind of stuff but mm. like I said, I, i've always thought that would be a really cool thing to have in the game but like i said the people who know me are gonna be like god damn it klaus let it die <laughs> and yes i'm talking about you sarah <laughs> oh, no, see, and I, and, I, and I don't think we have to be able to craft everything from anywhere or whatever i think uh, i think you know lore wise or crafting from a bank is fine you know i i could definitely see where i would have to be you know near the summoning bell mm-hmm. to you know there's a lot of inventory and i could see where they might have a tech they, you know they you know, I might crash all the freaking servers, you know, to crash I mean, stuff it, off of unsummoned it, retainers. But I it could don't know. be a similar issue to why we can't get the uh, um, the glamour dresser outside of an inn or the uh, yeah. um, the barracks. Yeah. But what if you could like? What if they made it so you could only craft from your retainers while in your in room? I think we would go for it, right? I would be okay with yeah. that too. Sure. If there's it's a, a step tech, in the right direction. Yeah. If there's a I'm a programmer. I know all about, all about coding yourself into a corner or designing a database structure, <laughs> tables that you, you you can't necessarily you know change now. It's basically in cement. So. And I'm all about figuring out why your database is running so slow on my network. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, there's well there's you know there's some things you don't think about. I think that's part of the problem, though. They developed 2.0 yeah. so rapidly. I'm not sure there was. And I think there's a lot, a lot of, of 1.0 still ingrained into it. You know, the fact yeah. that we have, you know, the, the classes still. Um, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of other legacy bits that are stuck in there are keeping us from being able to advance on some of the things that other MMOs have, like, you know, the. Uh, um, a full-on, uh, you know, glamour book like WoW has, mm-hmm. or you know, the ability to do more. Um, custom die channels on your gear oh i i wish we had like like i like in guild wars where you have like i can die this and i can die the trim yeah you got your primary your secondary and in some cases a tertiary so you got multiple channels that you so you can have you know a you know a red for the main you can maybe use some blue for you know highlights and you can put some white or black in there yeah i mean you can customize it in many different ways i know it would be a lot of work potentially but you know once you get it figured out it's it gets to be easier once it's mm-hmm. uh all enabled but again ps3 limitations well, i don't know why why can't i accept a party invite when i'm crafting 32-bit limitations <laughs> <laughs> please look forward to it please look forward to it excellent excellent questions excellent answers thanks loved it
Thank you, Klaus. Thank you. Like I said, this was an amazing time. I I really appreciate that you uh, brought me on as one of the first and probably last guests of 2018. (laughs) (laughs) That's mostly because we are slackers and we we talk about having guests on and we never think to invite anybody. We're big idea people. We we have big big plans. We just not the will to carry them out. (laughs) I'm probably too drunk usually. All right, last call. Uh, let's shout out our hashtag MyStarlightWish. This is our contest, guys. What is your Starlight Celebration wish? Enter our contest and you can win your very own SDS Fenrir mount. Mog Station price twenty nine ninety nine. How to enter? Number one, follow us at GTFFXIV on Twitter. Two, send us a tweet with your Starlight Celebration wish and the hashtag MyStarlightWish. One winner will be announced on December 25th, 2018. And then, uh, Klaus, we're going to have you shout out again all your relative. <laughs> all the good stuff, right? Relative. Whatever. All the good stuff. Give us give us your, your shout out. All right. Well, first of all, again, thank you so much for having me on. And I want to extend to you guys uh, an invitation to join us on the next Phoenix Down Radio. Um, it's going to be a very, very special episode, uh, episode 85. It's going to be our holiday episode on December 22nd, um, which is also a very special day to me. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's my 40th birthday. Oh, honey, it's okay. <laughs> I'm getting old. But I would love if you guys could join us live at twitch.tv slash Radio at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> Absolutely. How's that for a plug? Yeah, we'll be good there. Plug. Wonderful. Like so we are going to be also doing um, the Phoenix Rising Free Company's uh, holiday party that day. Um, so you, we'll be doing some streaming of that before and after the, the podcast live. Um, those of you on Hyperion will have the opportunity to win um, some different prizes that we'll be gathering up um maybe some gill i've got a hairstyle to give away from uh pyros as well as a number of uh, minions from different spots in eureka as well as from the retainers i have so many otter otters like i said i just oh i'm drowning in them i swear to god but uh, we'll be giving away a lot of that fun stuff and if you don't have like the dream uh tunic and stuff like that we'll be giving away uh some of those to people who want to come and join us um, I, I, I think it's going to be a really good time, and we'll start that before the podcast. I'll have more details uh, in the in the near future as I work them all out. But uh, oh my god, definitely join us there. Speaking of the dream tunic, I started my yearly quest of stomping that price down on the market boards. If people Please. don't know, the dream tunic was that was a 1.0 item, right? Correct. Yes. So those Correct. Of it was us, a craftable item in 1.0. It was a, it was a, a craftable item. You got you got dream fabric or something. I don't remember how you did it, but the truth is today I can go to the calamity sal or the guy next to the calamity salvager and I can buy as many as I want and they're like less than a hundred gill each. I think it's forty three gill not, per piece. Yeah, there is almost nothing. So every year I go and buy up like two dozen, spread them out on all my retainers and sell them for like, I don't know, a thousand gill each, whatever. And people <laughs> People have them up there and are buying, they're like trying to sell them for 200,000. And I'm like, no, I'm like, have some fucking Christmas spirit. <laughs> so I always just like go, and I, I know I'm a dirty undercunder crashing the market, but it's like, these are easy to obtain items, please, you know, and they're dieable. They're so cute. If you, oh, yeah. you know, just 
that's my that's my Christmas wish for everyone that they should just have some of this easy to get stuff. And I don't know. I always feel bad when I see someone like buy it for a hundred thousand gal, and I'm like, yeah, no. those poor people. I'm like, like I said, I'm, I plan on buying a bunch of those and actually giving away to um to sprouts mm-hmm. um so they have something like that because they won't have access to those i think it's only available to uh to legacy players yeah well, and we had to have had done the quest too i think okay. you only get mm-hmm. those rewards if you did the quest but i'm not positive on that i'll have to double check yeah, that but um i, I know i've I seen a lot of people doing what you're doing yelta on other servers and i i have to applaud people for just stomping these people these prices down because it's just terrible to gouge players for an item that is so easily accessible yeah. for some i saw us. somebody talk about that on twitter i forgot who it was so i apologize to the person who tweeted I think that out Mary had done that it might have been but i guess i it might have been multiple people too but like i said i, I think it's a great idea and uh, i think people should you know s- spread a little starlight cheer and uh, help out some of the new players and not gouge them for that yeah i just it's just a simple thing to do and I am all about going ahead and, um, you know, making your money. We do those map parties, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not undercutting that stuff. That stuff is is rare and, you know, useful or, or whatever. But, man, this is a simple, simple, old, old item. Just, just, just. I, I, I have actually even stood in whatever the active town of the patch was and just shouted mm-hmm. I was giving them away because... Everybody should have one. Exactly. And if you want to see more about what we do, um, you can go to our website, phoenixdownradio.com. We have the entire backlog of all of our podcasts, including our friend uh, Chili and Paul's podcast, Moogle Go Round Radio. So check that out. um, And thank you very much, guys. I really do appreciate you having me on. Oh, Thank you so much for joining us. With that, it is closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. And thank you, those who have. I noticed a PayPal hit today, actually. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs and we're going to start with Klaus do you have a personal plug you want to share well sure again thank you Um, if you want to find me out on Twitter you can find me at phxdn underscore k-l-a-u-s-s or you can find our podcast at at phxdn radio alright Ruby you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E and you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.